Welcome to our Fire Friday series where we're digging into the living and breathing Word of God in hopes to fan the flames of your faith and divine purpose, and also to burn away any doubt, distraction, and discouragement in your life, because you are more than a conqueror through Christ. Jesus is alive and the Holy Spirit wants to illuminate the Father's word and will to each of us. Psalm 139 says that there's a book already written about your life. Every day of your life has been written about. And his story for your life is good because he is good. These will be shorter episodes. Think Bible study meets TED Talk. And the goal of each episode is that his word becomes real to you. Lighting your fire to go seek Jesus and his word out yourself and ask him about what's written in your book today. Here's my prayer for you as we begin, is that you would know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God, who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us. That's from Ephesians 3, 19 through 20. So enjoy this episode of Fire Friday. God is good and his plan for you is too. Welcome back to the Wellwin Co. podcast and another Fire Friday episode. We are going to be talking about today escaping the drama. Escaping the freaking drama. How does that sound? <laughs> I feel like wherever you are right now, I can just sense you're just deep inhale and exhale. Like, yes, let's escape the drama. Maybe you woke up late today and you were scurrying to get out the door to go to work or drop off kids. Maybe you forgot your kids' lunch. I don't know. Maybe you have a neighbor that's driving you nuts. Maybe you fell asleep last night scrolling on Instagram and you woke up just like irritated. And you know exactly why you woke up irritated because you fell asleep scrolling through Instagram, hearing everyone's opinions instead of getting grounded in the truth. (laughs) There's no condemnation on this podcast. I have absolutely done that. And thankfully, I am maturing beyond that, mostly mostly. Okay. We're on a journey. Anyways, I want to help us today escape the freaking drama. So first of all, are you buried in the drama of life? Maybe you're not. Maybe you don't need this episode and you can just send this right along to a friend. That would be perfectly fine with me. But what do I mean by drama? In America, in our Western culture, we, we talk about drama like politics. Okay. It's pretty dramatic. Politics, a virus, family stuff, illness, kids, infertility, finances, friends, gossip, social media, like all of those things, and there's many more, that's drama. And I'm not disregarding them. Some of those situations that you're going through and you find yourself facing, like that's, it's reality. It's part of your world right now. But if our emotions get tied up in that, where we are living from our emotions day to day, that, my friend, is called drama. So whatever drama you're finding yourself in today, I want to help us escape the llama drama, okay? That doesn't mean anything besides it just rhymes, okay? So tune in right now. Like, let's tune in. Let's activate the word of God right now in our hearts, okay? 2 Timothy 2.4, for every soldier, you are a soldier, called to active duty, must divorce himself, pretty strong language there, divorce himself from the distractions of this world so that he and she 
may fully satisfy the one who chose him. So let me break it down for us. Every soldier of Christ is enlisted into a battle. So if you have given your life to the Lord, you are now a soldier. A lot of people think when I receive Jesus into my heart, my life is going to be rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. That is not the case. A lot of times when people surrender their life to the Lord, it actually gets more intense because all of a sudden you are enlisted into a war that largely is invisible, okay? So every soldier of Christ, if you accepted the Lord, you, congratulations, you are now a soldier, whether you like it or not. But a soldier, if they get caught up in civilian affairs, they will no longer be effective in their mission. Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of this civilian life because they cannot please the officer who enlisted them. So have you ever met someone in the service? Maybe they serve in the military or, you know, police officer or someone. They have this command about them. It's like a secret code of honor. I'm not in the law enforcement. I'm not in the military, so I don't really understand. But I can imagine like when a police officer and another police officer get together, like there's this understanding of authority. There's this secret code of honor. Same thing with the military. They go through training to be able to respond immediately to their commanding officer's order. Because if they don't, immediately take the command from the officer, the sergeant, whoever, guess what? Their life is in danger and so is someone else's. And it's literally the same with us. So here's, here's where it gets so crazy because we live in the world. We live with the reality of stuff going on, viruses happening, political atmospheres charged. Like it's real. Okay, I'm not denying it. I'm not saying we live with our heads in the clouds. But what I'm saying is that we don't allow our emotions to get locked in in the on that level with that drama, with really civilian affairs. We have to live at a higher place. Because if we're a soldier, if we're enlisted now in a war, that means there's an enemy. <laughs> it means that we're fighting for a good cause, and it means that there's also an enemy that's trying to take us out. And so although we don't see the enemy with our eyes, we have to understand that he is diabolical, he is crazy, and he is going to do everything within his really limited power to get us off track because he doesn't want us to win the war, which by the way, we've already won, but he, he thinks he's going to win it, okay? So the enemy, your enemy, my enemy, he wants to kill and steal and destroy from you, from your family. But God, aka your commanding officer, has come to give you life and life abundantly. That's in John 10, 10. So we talk a lot about the love of God, the grace of God. These are all really good things. But in the same vein, we also have to understand the personality of God. So we can know what God says, but we also have to know like the personality behind who's saying it. It's like if your best friend is texting you, you're reading the words, but it's like you, you understand her heart, right? Like you understand where she's coming from because you know your best friend's personality. If you had a total stranger texting you about something, like on social media, you know, I have people texting you about different opportunities or whatever, but you don't know them. 
you read those words completely differently. You're interpreting them through a totally different lens because you don't know their personality. It could be the same words as your best friend just texted you three minutes ago, but it feels completely different because you don't know their personality. Well, we have to understand the different personalities of God. And he doesn't change, by the way. It's not like he's bipolar, but we have to understand his his personality traits. And we, we do that by spending time with him and reading the word. So another personality of God and the father is that he's the commander of the angel armies. What that means is that he means what he says. God, your father in heaven, he never tries something. He did not breathe your life into your mother's womb and say, you know what? I'm just going to see how this one turns out. I think I like how I concocted her personality and put together her body and, you know, put in those desires in her heart. But we'll just see how this one plays out. I'm not totally sure. It sounds like a good idea, but I don't know. We'll see how this one plays out. No, that's not, that's not God. If he spoke it in his word or has whispered to your heart about something that lines up with his word, it is absolute truth. So we have to get this. Like you have, I'm just believing that the Holy Spirit is helping me right now, help you understand that his word is his will, is his personality, is his absolute truth. Even if it doesn't line up with the facts that are facing you, that's where the discrepancies come in and that's where our faith has to be built up. So the fear of the Lord, okay, that's a really popular phrase, right? (laughs) The fear of the Lord is this. It's just believing that God is good. It's believing that he is God and you're not. So therefore, what he says goes, period. Like if he says it's going to be this way, it's going to be this way. Isaiah 55, 9 says, For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. We have to get to this place to recognize within ourselves that we're not God and no one else is. But he, what he says goes, period. And sometimes he gives us instruction. Sometimes he even says things in his word that's like, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't register with my perspective of the world. But that's where we have to put aside our opinions because he's not asking for opinion. And surrender to his word and his truth and accept it as truth. And so this is also tough because he's not like people who compromise or don't follow through. That's why it's difficult to like understand this stuff and navigate the discrepancies in our life and trust that God will actually follow through. We all have that friend who's like, yep, yep, let's get together next week, this time, this date, this place. And then lo and behold, 30 minutes before you're supposed to get together, something comes up. And this is not just once, like it happens every other time. And so you start to just expect that. You're like, yep, this friend, if I schedule something, like chances are it's going to get rescheduled or it's not going to happen at all. (laughs) And then we don't stay friends with that person for very long because that's not a super great friendship. (laughs) And then this happens in politics. This happens at our job where someone says they're going to do something. And I mean, let's be real. I've been guilty of this too. I say I'm going to do something and I don't. I don't follow through. I don't keep my word. Like that, that's not right. 
But because that's what we experience here on this earth with ourselves or with other people's lack of integrity, then we project that on God. Well, how could you possibly really mean that, God? Because the reality of my life is that a lot of times when people say something, it doesn't actually happen, right? So there's the gap again, and we have to close the gap and recognize and put our trust fully that if his word says it, if his word says that you will bear children and that children are a heritage from the Lord, but you're not getting pregnant. Okay, this is one of my stories right now. We have a promise for another kid, but I've been waiting for about four years to have this kid and get pregnant. And the reality is the fact is I haven't. It's been really frustrating. It's been really hard. But you know what? I'm not putting my trust in the facts. I'm not focusing on the facts that for some reason, my body is not conceiving right now. I'm putting my trust in the word of God that says children are heritage from the Lord and that my womb will be blessed. That is where I'm putting my trust in my faith, okay? Because God gets what he wants and that's good news for us. That's freaking good news for us because our job then turns into having to believe. We have to trust in our heart that what he says is the way things are going to be, period. So how do we escape the drama? We focus on the commander. We recognize that we are soldiers now enlisted into this war, which largely seems invisible because we don't see these little demons, (laughs) which are our enemy. We don't see the enemy, right? But we escape the drama. We focus on our commander. We focus on his word, what he has said, and we don't get concerned about the affairs of this life. We deal with it, right? If you have stuff going on in your family, your kids, like you deal with it. You give grace, but you don't allow your emotions to get stuck in the place of this realm, okay? You don't get your your emotions to get stuck in the reality of the situation. You go up to the higher place and recognize we are in a spiritual battle against things that we can't see. And we have the victory through Christ to enact the victory, And to enforce the victory through the word of God, through fellowship, through prayer. This is really good news for you, okay? So if you've tuned out, tune back in. This is 2 Peter 1.4. As a result of this, he has given you magnificent promises that are beyond all price. So that through the power of these tremendous promises, and that is the word of God, that's the new covenant, you can experience partnership with the divine nature by which you have escaped the corrupt desires that are of the world through lust. Okay. So you have been given magnificent promises beyond all price, meaning Jesus purchased everything that you need for this life and the next, and it's already within you. We just have to call them up. And he's given us power to experience partnership with the divine nature, meaning we're not subject to the reality of the world. We're not subject to this world system. We're not subject to this world's culture. We're not subject to this world's opinions. We participate in the divine nature. (laughs) We participate in the other realm and bring the realities of the other realm into this realm, into our life, into our situations. Okay. This is another good news for you. 317 says the Lord, your God is in your midst. So I just want to declare this over you right now. Okay. So just receive this. Like, don't think about it intellectually. You don't have to agree with it in your mind. Like just receive this truth over your life, over your family, over your body, 
over your finances today, everything else. The Lord your God is in your midst right now. A warrior who saves. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will be quiet in his love, making no mention of your past sins. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. Zephaniah 3.17 The Lord your God is in your midst. A warrior who saves. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will be quiet in his love, making no mention of your past sins. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. Zephaniah 3.17 So in wrapping up, in concluding, escaping the llama drama in this life is number one. We have to know his voice. Our commanding officer's voice we have to get fully convinced that every word in his word is true and it is his will for us. And we have to meditate on that. We actually have to transform our brains, transform our minds by actually meditating on the word, just taking little chunks at a time. You don't have to read chapters and chapters, like little sentences and chunks of truth, like read it so much, say it so much, write it so much that it actually becomes real to you. Okay, next, put the drama on airplane mode. Okay, the reality of our circumstances is that a lot of the drama comes through our phone. And I'm going to be the first one to admit this. Like I mentioned in the last episode, I took a sabbatical in July and a lot of that was just getting off my phone. And it's continued honestly in a huge way. And just recognizing that life does not come from my phone. Usually encouragement doesn't come from my phone. Um, speaking of social media um, or the news, and sometimes we just have to get to this place until we get to a level of spiritual maturity and our soul is coming to a place of healing where we just turn it off. We just put it on airplane mode. We'll say, hey, we'll just send an automatic reply message. Say, hey, I am sorry. I am out of the office <laughs> and I am working on listening and tuning into the voice of my commanding officer. I'm reading my my instruction manual. I'm getting in alignment with what is written about my life in my book of life in Psalm 139. And I will answer you when I get back. I will answer you when I get a word from the Lord. Until then, you know, peace out. <laughs> like drama on airplane mode. Next, we have to build ourselves up in love. How do you do that? You pray in the Holy Spirit you read his word, you get around friends who are going to call you up, call you higher, can pray with you, can agree with you, okay? Lastly, you focus on what his plans are for you and know that they're good. Like getting to this place of knowing that, okay, even if my situation is not lining up with the truth, I serve a commanding officer and his plans for me are good. And there is an expected end for me. There's hope for me. That's Jeremiah 29, 11. He has good for you. He wants to increase you in every way. And he wants to empower you through the Holy Spirit to be more than a conqueror on earth. What does that even mean? It means that you're not always fighting a battle necessarily. It means that you defeat the enemy in your life in such a way that he doesn't even come near you anymore. He's like, no, that chick, she she's going to beat me over the head with the word of God. She's not going to allow my sneaky lying thoughts to take up residence in her mind anymore. And guess what? He just stops bothering you. And then you walk with such authority where you're not always in a war within yourself or about yourself all the time. And you start to 
enact victory in other people's lives and drive out devils in other people's lives and households and health, etc. <laughs> so you live in this place of like, you're not always surviving. You're like contending for others. You're thriving. Your, your experience has abundance and prosperity in every part of your life. Okay. So just reiterating that, how to escape the drama, know his voice, get fully convinced that his word is true and it's good. He's good. Put the drama on airplane mode. Build yourself up in love. Okay, we got to keep ourselves in love. How do you do that? Through praying in the Holy Spirit, reading his word, um, fellowship. I listen to the Bible a lot, just on version, the app, free app, just listen to the Bible when I'm doing errands, um, when I'm going on my walk, right? Just like listening to the word is a great way to get that in. And then focus that his plans for you are good and there's an expected end for you. Okay, so hope that was encouraging. Thank you so much for joining me for this Fire Friday episode. Um, Three things before we go. Number one, share this with a hungry friend or sister or relative, okay, who is craving to go deeper in their spiritual authority and in their faith in this season, okay? Number two, um, thank you for subscribing to this. Thank you for visiting wellwomanco.com. You can grab my book there, Food Freedom, Stop Hiding and Uncover Who You're Meant to Be. It is full, literally, of scripture. Um, so it's a great place to start um, in that time in the word and figure out, like, where do I even start? I'll also encourage you to learn how to nourish and steward your physical body, your emotional body, along with your spirit. And then lastly, if you have prayer requests in this series, I want to be diligent to pray specifically for you. I pray for every one of the Well Woman Co. community. I pray for our community. But if I can be specific and lift up a prayer request for you, I would love to do that. You can send those, um, put in the subject line prayer request and send those to connect at wellwomenco.com. That's connect at wellwomenco.com co.com. These will will keep confidential. I'm just going to personally be praying over these things, okay? So that you can experience victory and overthrow in your life. All right, sisters, thank you so much for spending this amount of time with me and we'll see you next time for another Fire Friday episode.